Greetings and love, everyone. It's me, Ben, welcoming you to the first episode in our series we're calling Terrain Transformations, where we bring on a listener like you to tell us your story of healing, health, and your journey towards an impeccable terrain. Our first guest for this series is Bethany Gadboyce, who, after getting a wake-up call health scare, turned to Ayurvedic medicine, yoga, and headstands, you heard that right, to transform her terrain. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Bethany Gadboyce, welcome to our first edition of Terrain Transformations. So happy to have you on. You are coming to us from um, the Worcester area of Massachusetts, is that correct? Yep, Central Mass. And you have a practice, uh, Ayurveda, yoga, you deal with um, prenatal, like yoga, uh, women's health predominantly, correct? Correct. We're going to get to that. But first, as this is a transformation series, we break it up into the before, that middle, and that after. And let's talk about that before. Who were you before your transformation? Oh, let's go back in time a bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been on this journey about six years, but before I really got to where I am now, I was, you know, had a corporate job full time, been married about 10 years. We have an almost nine year old son. So we're kind of doing the family thing, like working full time, parenting full time, juggling all the things. And, you know, some health crises came up and it, sort of forced me to stop and say, is this sustainable? So it wasn't, but um, the short version is I had a thyroid diagnosis postpartum and for women's health and hormones, thyroid is, you know, you have to get it in check. You have to get it balanced. You have to get it managed. So I did all that, but it just was a wake up call. You know, the first of many (laughs) that was like, you know, how do you want to keep going in this life? Do you want to have this frenetic energy, rushing to and from work, trying to fit in everything, be a good parent, or, you know, slow down, find different ways, like go a different path. So I would say that before was very drained, tired, unhealthy, you know, not really happy (laughs) when you don't have your thyroid or hormones balance, you can't really be anyway. So a lot of mental, physical, and definitely it's all spiritual too. But when you're so focused on trying to feel better, you can't even tap into those other amazing areas of life, right? How, How did you go about getting that diagnosis, first of all? Yeah. So My son was about two or so, and we were trying to have a second, which I won't give up the big um, prize quite yet. But (laughs) so we were trying to have a, you know, grow our family. I just wasn't feeling well. The funny thing was after I had him, I lost a significant amount of weight, which is kind of common with thyroid issues. You can lose the weight and then gain it back. So, um, Somehow they did blood work and then sent me to an endo, an endocrinologist. So they did the TSH. They did a couple other tests. You do have to ask for anything beyond that typically. And they said, oh, yeah, you know, you're you're out of range. 
your hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's technically autoimmune. And I was like, what? And I was 33, you know, I felt like I was young and how could this be happening already? Mm-hmm. So this is what is so funny. Like it's trial and error. So they put me on medication, say, okay, let's see how that dose works for you. Come back in a couple of weeks, do more blood work, adjust the dose, do more blood work, adjust the dose. So it helped a little, but I still was, it was a lot of brain fog. It was hard to operate with a full-time job and demands and my son being a toddler. So I ended up going paleo. That was like the first thing that I found. And that's when I started to feel better. <laughs> so you, you made an adjustment to your nutrition, to yeah. your diet. Can, can you backtrack really quickly? Do you remember the medication? Yeah, this, level medication? of thyroxine. Yep. Okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm still on it because, so I am now expecting our second. So that's the whole long journey, but I don't want to mess with my thyroid during pregnancy. Thank you. Understood. So, so the first thing you did was discover paleo. How did you, how did you discover that and what, what uh, led you to it? Yeah. So this was, you know, like 2016 and I hadn't quite gotten into all the functional medicine yet. It was more like Googling symptoms. So I was kind of self-diagnosing at that mm-hmm. point. And I just read an article like paleo could help thyroid. I was in some thyroid groups. So a lot of people were saying things like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try because nothing else has helped. And three weeks after making changes, you know, removing gluten, dairy, just kind of anything overly processed, I mm-hmm. I knew, I could tell instantly. I was like, oh my God, like the fog kind of lifted. I'm like, there is something to it, even though everyone says nutrition has nothing to do with it. That's That's sort of wild that anyone would say that nutrition has nothing to do with your health or even something like thyroid. Yeah, uh, it feels like all things are related to to nutrition, as they say. Health health comes from within, right? So that's step one. You start to explore uh, adapting your diet a little bit, and ha- so you start scratching that. You start scratching at that itch, and then what? I did that for a good like nine to ten months. I I was feeling great, so I kept at it. Things like my my weight balanced out. I was you know mentally all the levels and layers were good. So along with that, yoga comes in. And the funny thing was I started doing yoga. I mean, I've done a handful of classes in the past, right? But I started doing it with handstands because they said the reverse circulation was also good for the thyroid gland. Interesting. So I just dove right in and said, you know what? Let's go for like headstands, handstands. But I had a true passion for it. So my journey started out as like a handstand journey that kind of led into true asana. And because I felt so good doing that and I was just doing it at home, I I was like, you know, maybe I should join a training or something like it just so it kind of like allowed my brain to say, what else can I do? Because I think I lived in kind of a small condition box for so long. And I was like, I could actually go join a yoga training and become a yoga teacher. And, and then what? Like it just had all these possibilities around it. The, the dominoes start falling. Yes. Yeah. And the, the addiction to trainings begins. Did you notice a change when you started uh, integrating 
inversions? Did you notice a physical change? So you've already you've already elevated your energy levels because you've changed your diet a little bit and and eliminated processed foods and refined grains and such. Now you're modifying maybe a physical movement practice or yeah. integrating that. What 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 specific changes did you notice there? So I would say I did notice multiple changes. There are studies that back that up that, you know, kind of even legs up against the wall, like anything to reverse circulation is going to do a whole cascade effect. But I also noticed it boosted like my confidence level. So it was kind of more than a physical manifestation. It was like, wow, I can keep at something and become really good at it. You know, it was like a hobby too. So I don't know, I just started feeling better like stronger, you know, like my deep core. And then I started feeling more confident that I was sticking to something and like kind of good at it. <laughs> I think that's amazing and empowering. Where does, where did Ayurveda come in? Yeah. So um, Ayurveda is the sister science to yoga. So during my first 200 hour, it would come up and, you know, I'd heard of it or you, I feel like as a society, we've seen certain modalities and treatments that were like that that's cool you know so it came up and I was curious about it I did like a consultation at the time but I think I just wasn't in a space to absorb you know what it really was or what it could do so it was kind of in the background and then with the last two years being what they were, I sought out a 300-hour training. So I'm now 500-hour certified. And so the piece I was looking for was a really good yoga training, but had something, you know, like a specialty component. And that's what the Ayurveda piece ended up being for me. Talk a little bit more about that. Talk, sure. Can you speak just a little bit more about what, what you learned and how Ayurveda ties to this transformation of yours? Yeah. So um, ultimately, beyond the thyroid, I was on a conception journey. So we were trying to have our second. It was going on, you know, years, five, six years. And that was really hard to, you know, think something was wrong with my body because we had our first very easily. So Throughout my journey, I'd done literally everything. You know, people in these transformation journeys, they've tried everything, like stuff you've never even heard of, right? <laughs> so I tried everything and things helped a little bit, but Ayurveda kind of kept popping up. And I was like, do I really have to do Panchakarma? You know how expensive that is, which is essentially just a deep cleansing, but you can like go to a place, go to a center and get it done. Or through my training, we essentially did our own kind of home through seasonal cleanses. So it just kept popping up. So it's like in the back of my mind, the personality type I am, I was like, I just know I have to jump right in. I have to figure it out. Like it's not going to go away. It's piqued my interest now. <laughs> yeah. Once the universe starts sending those signs, yeah. uh, you're, I think you're a fool to ignore. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's not you. I'm saying you, everybody, you. Right. We've got to be open to these things. Yep. So that's what happened. <laughs> so cleansing, cleansing is a big part of um, Ayurveda. Yes. Yeah, so part of what I was going to mention for today with the transformation piece is we did two seasonal cleanses during our training. So to integrate, you know, what these practices can do while we learn them is we did them on our own and. 
you know, that was last spring and fall. And so within six months time period, I had healed significant chronic issues. And it really was only about, you know, a short time. And you don't really notice it because it's making subtle differences along the way. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wow, I don't have that skin problem anymore. My gut is better. Like all the digestive stuff has improved. And then ultimately getting pregnant was like, okay, there's something to it. So the seasonal cleansing is, my teacher would say, and she was phenomenal, um, you can heal the gut in two to three weeks just by doing a gentle Ayurvedic cleanse. And what is that? What is an Ayurveda cleanse? Okay, so it's about 12 days, and it's kind of like, she phrases it way better than I'll be able to, but you do four days of kind of eliminate, it's like an elimination diet. So you get rid of all the meat, the caffeine, the alcohol, anything processed. You're sticking to very easily digestible foods. And then the next four days are kitchery. I'm, I'm guessing you've heard of kitchery, but it's like a staple in Ayurveda. You would have kitchery anytime you're your digestive system just needs some support and you need to give your body enough nutrients. It's like a perfect, you know, protein of everything that your body doesn't have to work so hard. So you do that for four days and then you do four more days of kind of, uh, kind of what the first four are, but you slowly reintroduce things. And that's like any other kind of elimination diet is if you take everything out, you're going to want to bring things back in slowly and see how your body responds to it. And kitchery, just for the listener who doesn't know. Is... Yeah. So kitchery is um, basmati rice, mung beans, and it's this very special combination of spices that is super supportive and easily digestible, like water, fat, soluble. There's a little kit you can get um, if you Google it, there's a, there's a few kits, but Banyam Botanicals is a very popular website that they sell a kit for you. So it kind of makes it really easy and accessible. And so it's kind of like yellow, smushy. It looks, you know, just like not oatmeal, but that kind of consistency, sort of like baby food, <laughs> but it's for a reason. So your body can just take it in, take all the good stuff it needs and then it doesn't have to work hard on the rest. And then it allows the body systems to get to the other systems of the body that have been neglected for so long. I think that's almost um, universal across all cleanses is this idea that you you can't be, your body needs a break from digesting. Um, and those energies need to be devoted to things like he healing and repair. Yeah. You can't do both. Right. And the issue is that we don't eat seasonally. We don't eat off the land the way our ancestors did. So in order to kind of support that, you know, give the body a break, do, and they, they consider it's a gentle cleanse. You know, it's not this diehard kind of go nuts or fast for a month. It's, it's actually pretty nourishing. Like when I was on it, I felt really good, even though you kind of have to slow down. It's a commitment. You can't just jump in, tackle everything. You have to take time out for it. Like you probably shouldn't be training for a marathon at the same time that you're doing a gentle cleanse. Right. Because we don't want the body and cortisol. 
Yeah, no, I think that that's an important consideration that a person, the way that our lives are so busy and structured around work and perhaps our our kids in school, you would have to take a look at a at a calendar from like a yearly perspective and and also again people who are trying to be healthy and have movement practices or might be training for things physically you have to step back and go if i'm going to incorporate a cleanse like this which is a commitment over time i need to account for all these other things and find the best time to do it and also account for as you're saying there's a seasonality to it so it automatically has to fit into this season it does take a bit of planning uh, and careful consideration about all the other elements and factors in your life and that's not easy Mm-mm. No, it's a huge commitment, but you're you're essentially committing to your body, to yourself. But, you know, as a society, we kind of struggle to do that until we have to. Yeah, we, we don't fix it till it's broken. Right. <laughs> Can you speak a little more about some of those? You mentioned the symptoms that you had been experiencing prior to um, integrating Ayurveda and these cleanses, uh, skin irritability. Mm-hmm. Can, you, yeah. can you speak a little bit more to that? Definitely. So... Um, you know, any skin issue is essentially inflammation coming out. That's the way it comes out through the skin. So it's really a message. It's just a messenger. But I was struggling with chronic, I don't know if you've really come across it much, but it was cellulitis, which is like part of the MRSA staph infection family. And it was a it was on my skin, but it would be scary because if it kind of got in or spread, it would spread fast. And so every time I had like a breakout, I would like freak out and be like, oh my God, my skin will never get better. It was just this cascade, you know? And so this was another turning point in June of 2020 when everything was how it was. I ended up being hospitalized for the worst infection I had And it just had spread, it took over my entire right arm and it started from like a bug bite. So that was scary to me because again, I was still, I'm still young, I'm almost 40, but at the time I'm like, why am I in the hospital over skin? You know, this is another wake up call yet again. And, um, you know, I ended up being okay. You know, I was gone. I I had to stay overnight, two days, seven IVs. And that was like, great, you know, a lot of antibiotics, but it worked. And um, after I got just discharged, I was just like, I I need to figure something out. So that was part of, you know, finding the Ayurveda piece as well. But so along with doing the cleanses, and it's what I would say were the biggest things was proper hydration, you know, filtered water, mineral rich, nutrient rich water, we have to put back what's been stripped out. So proper hydration, and we love ginger and Ayurveda. So that kind of gets the digestion turned on gets the fire going. So it helps you eat your food better, you know, chewing and digestive processes anyway. So with the combination of that and some, you know, plenty of other things, but my skin improved like with the first cleanse. So I did want to share this with you. It's like a liver lymphatic kind of gut reset. And I could feel my lymphatic system like moving on that first cleanse. I could, you know, when you just can tell that there's this subtle kind of energy in your body, it almost feels like when you get acupuncture. So I could feel my lymphatic system saying like, 
oh, good, we're clear, we're good now, we can do what our job is meant to do and get all this stuff out. And that's kind of like the key to so many things, but for skin especially. So I haven't had a breakout or an issue like that. It's almost been two years. And I was like amazed just by that alone, you know. And the gut, just to quickly mention, so just bathroom habits, and we don't have to get too much into this now if we do another session sometime. But if you're kind of having, you know, diarrhea or constipation, like on a frequent basis, that's an imbalance and you really can't ignore it. So you really got to work on, you know, your morning routine and having water first thing and having water before your coffee. (laughs) Um, And just doing those little things you wouldn't even realize, but will make your bathroom habits so much better. So just to see that stuff was like, wow, I didn't even anticipate that getting better and you feel better. You know, it's proper hydration, proper elimination. It's just all part of it. The 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 accumulation of small changes and, and little tweaks that aren't a lot uh, individually really add up. And the other piece that yeah. stands out to me there is you opening the lines of communication to your body when you say you feel the lymphatic system moving, this, uh, this self-awareness of things happening in your body for good or for ill, that, um, that communication, that stillness to listen, what is my body telling me? And then also observation, I've had this breakout. It's not just a breakout that I'm going to slap some cream on. My body's trying to tell me something. Let's backtrack and reflect here and try to get to the cause of it. Yeah. Backtrack, and I think we're going to get into this deeper on a, on a subsequent episode, but for the listener, Ayurveda, 30,000 foot view, you've already called it sort of the sister to yoga, but what is it really? Is it, is it nutrition? Is it really focused on nutrition? What else is, is there? And what can the listener take away and go, okay, aha, okay, I understand Ayurveda better now. Yeah. Yeah. Because it can get, the especially with the words in Sanskrit, it can get really you can get tripped up, but to simplify, to break it down. And my teacher would call it terrain medicine. She said that multiple times. Um, she's brought up the pasture and the camp example during training. And just, she kind of lets us figure out the rest, but ultimately, so it's being aligned with nature. So, I mean, I feel like that if you just kind of reconnect or go outside and just listen to nature, listen to your body, you can figure it out. But, you know, we need more than that. So we go by the seasons, obviously. So seasonal cyclical living, being being more aligned with what's happening in the earth. That's pretty much what's happening in our body. And then you want to use taste. So we have six tastes. We want to use taste to balance. And also the elements, the five base elements, which um, it's, you know, comparable to Chinese medicine. They have their own elements. But either way, these traditional systems of medicine study things from a perspective of earth and nature. So when you go with what the tastes are or the elements are, you try to just come back to the basics and say, what am I, what am I noticing? What's the symptom? You try to name a quality and then you use, you know, what you have. So ideally you'd have like an Ayurvedic kitchen, but you have herbs or spices or foods 
and you use those foods to balance. You do the opposite of what you're experiencing. And that way it helps to get the elements in your body more aligned. So that's the short version. <laughs> well, that makes a lot of sense. And, and as you said, that already it ties so so well into the idea of terrain theory, homeostasis and balance, your body always trying to arrive at homeostasis and balance. And as you said, using nutrition herbs to achieve that. Yes. So today you you obviously have integrated yoga into your life. You've integrated Ayurveda into your life. Tell us how you feel now. Uh, I feel amazing. And it's it's kind of scary because when you start to tap into that feeling where you're like, wow, I feel good. I feel better. Like I'm healed, even though we're always healing. We're always on that journey. But I'm. it's like you start to get this, oh, wow, things are so good. I don't want to ruin it or I don't want it to stop, you know. But to be quite honest, I'm seven months pregnant. Just the fact that I got pregnant with this child in the way that I did through Ayurveda was amazing. And my pregnancy has been amazing. And the fact that I'm almost 40 and I'm like, we could get into the whole ageism thing too. Like none of that exists, right? <laughs> you know, what's what's in your mind? So to be quite honest, I feel really, really good. I feel amazing. But I'm also like, something could happen. And I'm like, you know what? I know how to handle that now. I think that that I've I've been exactly where you are in oh my gosh everything's going so right now and holding your breath because you think it's going to go wrong and I think so much of that is this is such new territory for so many people tapping into what's available tapping into that power through nutrition through movement practice through a better frame of mind we've never been here we've never experienced it. We weren't brought up learning these modalities or learning any of these philosophies or integrating proper nutrition into our life. And so being on that foreign territory is like, you know, stepping on thin ice. When's it going to break? Right. And, and we have to remind ourselves that no, we're, you know, we've got this, we're in control. Nothing's going to come in. Like, in fact, everything out there, as you said, you step into nature and you realize this is the way I'm meant to be. The other way is the wrong. You know, that's not the way I'm supposed to be. Healthy, healing, healed, imbalance is the way we're supposed to be. This is what's normal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bethany, where can people learn more about you and um, your practice and your journey? Oh, yes. So I, I have a website that kind of has everything laid out. It's Bethany Jewel Yoga. That's Jewel with two L's. Um, dot com. And everything's on there. I'm on Instagram with the same handle. And I share a lot. I have my own podcast called Whole Woman Health. You don't have to be a woman just to be on. Like, in fact, if you wanted to come on, I would get your whole health wisdom from a man's perspective. Amazing. Uh, and Bethany, when is your due date? Uh, the first week of June, June 7th. So that is on my mind. That's number one right now. Incredible. Well, um, blessings to you on your journey. Uh, thank you so much for, for joining us and sharing your terrain transformation story. And we can't wait to have you back on to do a deeper dive into Ayurveda and yoga. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful. Our guest this week was Bethany Gadboyce. You can learn more about her at bethanyjewelyoga.com. That's Jewel with two L's and on Instagram at the same handle. Or go tune into her podcast, Whole Woman Health. 
If you have a terrain transformation story you'd like to share, send me an email at ben at terraintheory.net. Nothing you heard here should be taken as medical advice because you are your primary healthcare provider. Catch you on the next one.